Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, y'all. This is Houseguest, and I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Think a Gen Z wannabe Martha Stewart meets Dolly Parton trying to live in a Nancy Myers movie in her 20s. We talk all about life, relationships, navigating your 20s, closing out the bars, or waking up at 5 a.m., depending on our vibe that week. Ultimately, living our best lives and figuring it out along the way. So come hang out. Sometimes I have guests on who do really cool things, some of my best friends, or it's just me and my house that I spend way too much time in. So let's get into the show. Hi, y'all. Welcome to House Guest Podcast, formerly known as the I Love You So Much Podcast. First things first, I wanted to say thank you so much for all of y'all's support on the rebrand. Yes, I was acting like I was dying and it was my funeral and like no one would ever listen to me again or know me again or they would everyone would forget about me and like something. I don't know. I thought that like changing the podcast name, which house guests just like makes so much more sense for me and like works and whatever. I thought the change in the podcast name was like terrifying. Like I was like, this is scary. Maybe no one's ever going to listen to it again. And you know what? Thank God that isn't what happened. And I'm very happy. Okay. I'm currently drinking. Olipop, root beer Olipop, of course, obviously, it's my favorite drink, out of a wine glass. And I've been adding these little ribbons to my wine glasses. Host taught me that when they were here and we did a dinner party. And then I also have this wine glass on my cocktail napkin, my friend of mine, cocktail napkin, which is my brand, shopfriendofmine.com. If y'all are watching on YouTube, you can see it right now. So cute. I use it as a coaster for basically everything. But anyways, it's a little Sunday evening episode, if you will. I don't know why I had to think about the word evening, you know, because it's Sunday. Okay, that's what it is. I've had quite the week and I won't say for the best. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and tell you it was a good week because honestly, it really just wasn't even to the point where like today I was on the phone with like the domain people because I got locked out of my email, which it's like one thing. Listen, it's one thing on a Sunday to get locked out of my email. You know, that's probably for the best. It's another thing to get locked out of my Google Calendar. I can't survive without my Google Calendar. I'm leaving for Memphis this week. I have a shoot tomorrow for the next friend of mine drop. I have so many brand deal things that I need to film in the next 48 hours. And I'm probably not going to have time to get all that done. And I needed to make my to-do list because every week I go in and I have my Google Calendar. And then I also have a note. Like, let me know if you guys do this. I, I don't know why I'm laughing. It's like not funny. Sometimes you say things and you're like, <laughs> like, what was that? What was that funny? How, what? That doesn't even make sense. How is that funny? Okay. Yeah, I have like my Google Calendar with everything scheduled in. And then I also make a note app every single week of like this week and it's Monday through Friday. And then I put everything that I could like check off. So it's like my schedule and then also like random to do's. Anyways, I needed to do that. So basically, long story short, from Sunday to Sunday, 
almost everything, a lot of things, knock on wood, that could go wrong in my life, a lot of them went wrong, okay? And also, here's the thing. I will say, I'm not quite sure all of it was wrong. I think that, you know, a couple of the things are probably actually definitely for the best, and I'm not really feeling these types of way. But I did want to film this little solo podcast episode because I'm in a weird mood. I feel a little bit lost, like I'm lacking direction, like I'm lacking clarity, which I feel like I've actually been feeling for a little bit. I've just been in a weird headspace. And then I just feel like I'm dealing with, I'm just really like emotionally burnt out and disappointed. And just, I don't know, we'll get into it. A lot of the time, I don't love talking about this stuff online. Like when I'm, I'm constantly, like when I'm vlogging, it's so hard for me to not be like, fully transparent about every single thing that's happening in my life as it's happening. But obviously I can't fully do that because it like involves other people. But I just feel like it's really hard for me to like not talk about these things. But when I do talk about them, then I overthink it. And I'm like, I don't want to like bring like negativity or, you know, whatever. If I'm bringing something up, it's because I'm hoping that it's helpful. And so I think that talking about this stuff, especially like in your mid twenties, because it's so common and it's so common in life, is maybe going to be beneficial. And if we hate this, if we hate this, it's okay. Then we're done. And we, you know, whatever. This is meant to be like a FaceTime episode. Like you guys, we are all on FaceTime. You guys, you're my girls, my guys. We're on FaceTime. That's what's happening here. You know what I mean? So we're just going to chat about life. Except for I'm going to be chatting and you guys are going to be listening. But I would love to hear from you. So like, please DM me and comment. Also, total side note before we get into today's episode, I did just want to bring this, bring this thing back. I have this thing in my life where I always say like, oh, my number one hater. I am genuinely, I'm really not a dramatic person. I don't have a lot of drama. I don't have a lot of like beef with people. Like it's just not my thing. I, I, I don't know. It's just like not my thing, right? So it's typically like reserved for like an ex-boyfriend who hates me for like no reason or like whatever. Um, but it started in college. And if you guys don't know, I went to a very odd Bible college. It was very I say it's odd because the school in itself was actually very odd, like the way it was set up, but also like everything about it. It's just like, it wasn't for me. At the end of the day, it wasn't for me. I thought it was for a period of time. And then I really did absolutely hate it the last semester. I just like couldn't say that on the internet because I was going there every single day. You know what I mean? And also they would have killed me. You were like, you were never allowed to like speak negatively about anything or like have a differing opinion or whatever. Anyways, it wasn't for me. Okay. But with that being said, I was at a Bible college. And again, you guys didn't know me. Actually, I really hate when people are like, oh my God, I started following you during those days. Or like when people met me in that period of my life, because that really only lasted for like two years. Like, and I was always myself. I just felt like I had to be a shell of who I was during those years. But I wasn't always like that. Like the years prior to that, I wasn't into, I wasn't like that. And I really don't even think I, I, I don't know. I need to like be careful with what I say. But I feel like people who came in during that time had a very different idea of who I was. And it wasn't necessarily that I was being fake online at all, actually. I just like, I was actually sharing like what was going on in my life at that point. It was just like a different period of time and I couldn't share a lot of other things. Anyways, with that being said, I just wanted to share with you guys the story of how I got the nickname Delilah in Bible college. So in Bible college, here's the thing. I still don't even know most Bible stories. Like the ark, Noah, like there's like something there, you know what I mean? But like a lot of the things like Dom and I actually met in college, Bible college, which is like crazy. And Dom, like just, she's a theology girl. Like she knew everything. Okay. And she would always tell me things. And I was like, you are just so smart. And then I would like go back to drink my New Orleans blue bottle. You know what I mean? Like I just wasn't like, you know, whatever. So in the Bible, I guess Delilah cuts off Samson's hair, I think. 
essentially what you need to know in this story is that Delilah is a woman who cuts off men's hair and steals their power from them, right? Like that's like their hair is symbolic of their power. She cuts off their hair. I'm pretty sure this is how the story goes. And then they lose their power, right? So in college, I went through this phase where I loved a man with a buzz cut, okay? Loved a man with a buzz cut. I still feel this way. Like if you're a male and you can pull off a buzz cut, you were so hot. Anyways, loved a man with a buzz cut. So I was just like left, right, all around. I was making everyone shave their heads. I didn't even know that like, that was a thing, right? So once we got to, I think, like victim number three, I started getting FaceTimes from friends and a lot of them like could play instruments or whatever. And they would start singing me like, hey there, Delilah. <laughs> and I think at the time, I think I was like maybe mad, which is so out of character for me because that is so funny. So anyways, I just needed to share that with you guys because I just think the nickname Delilah, like we need to bring that back. Like that was really good. So yeah, basically... I'm pretty sure that is a story in the Bible, but it's something on the lines of like when you make a man shave their head, they lose their powers. And I was I was on to number three within the span of like, I want to say like two weeks. Like it was we were moving fast then. OK, we really were moving fast. So anyways, all that to say, going back to my number one haters, I don't. Oh, no, I was going to say, I don't think any of those men currently hate me that I made shave their heads. But that just simply isn't true now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, well, you know what? Whatever. Anyways, I like the term number one hater too. We need to make a glossary for the podcast. It's like J names, ETA 330, skinniest waist, fattest ass. What else do we have? Delilah. We've got a lot of things going for us. And I just need, we need to make a glossary and add to it. Like we'll post it on the Instagram. On the Instagram. Like, do I sound like I'm like 70? Yes, I do actually. Speaking of, I know that I said I wanted a lot of chaos in my 26th year, and I'm here to completely retract that statement. I didn't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't want it. I want stability. I want healthy stuff. I want like stable things. I I just, I just, I don't mean it. I think I found the chaos and I would like the chaos to not find me. I would like the chaos to not be making a reappearance. I would like the chaos... I just, I don't know. I, I, yeah, no, I'm not into it. I need stability. I need happiness. I need calmness. I need, here's the thing. There's two sides to me and we've always talked about this. And I know so many of you guys understand there's the part of me that is, you know, in bed by eight with a Kindle. I look like I'm in my grandmother's house. No, this is my office. You know, like this is, this is my place. I I wanted this, you know? And then there's the other part of me that's like out until 3am and is like wild and whatever. And like, I like that. But and I was like, oh, I need chaos. And I meant like, I need chaos. And like, I need to try new things. I need to branch out. I need to like whatever. And I think the chaos just found me a little too much. You know, I think the chaos was just a little too loud and clear. And I just want you guys to know that we're about two months into my 26th year and I'm retiring chaos. We are not doing that anymore. Let me tell you guys about Fable. If you are a pet owner, you need to know about Fable Pets, okay? So Fable Pets designs gear that solves problems for you and your pet so the two of you can enjoy exploring the world together. So being a pet parent is an amazing and rewarding experience, but really not without its pain points, okay? So their innovative line of products is designed to work for both you and your pet, all with a minimalist and sleek aesthetic that'll complement your personal style. They design all their products from the ground up. So it's how they know the best tools for your life and not just the best version of something else. They have this crate, guys. 
Oh my gosh. The signature crate is just made from premium bentwood and it's minimal design doubles as a side slash entry table or a nightstand. It looks so nice. I've always had crates with the dogs and they've always been those like really ugly ones. And these are stunning. The garage style gate stores discreetly. It has windows on all three sides and on the gate to balance generous airflow and light in a serene den-like environment for your pet to recover from adventuring. The crate is a sophisticated and functional piece that you'll be proud to show off in your home. No more hiding your ugly wire crate when your company arrives. There's also no safety standards for pet products, fun fact. So they designed their own protocol. Safe materials, minimal hazards, and strength-tested durability are top of mind across all of the products. They also have a magic leash. Okay, I love this thing. It's a hand it's free walking leash that can be worn belted, crossbody, or as a wrist strap. I love this in the morning, especially when I take Fitz on little walks. Coco can't go on walks right now, as you guys know, but Fitz loves a walk. And I love like putting it on my belt because then I can carry my coffee in the morning and it's really nice. The leash is a patented clip custom designed to prevent accidental unclipping. It's waterproof, mold, smellproof, durable, and easy to clean. It's made from industrial strength brushed cord and matte black aluminum hardware. So their stuff's just amazing. They have a line of enrichment toys and puzzles that you really need for your dogs. I love everything they have. Um, Exclusively for our I Love You So Much Now house guest listeners, Fable Pets is offering a 20% wide site discount. Visit www.fablepets.com slash I love you for more information. That's www.fablepets.com slash I love you for an exclusive 20% off at checkout. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. This episode of House Guests is brought to you by the new L'Oreal Paris Bright Reveals Dark Spot Serum and Broad Spectrum SPF 50 Daily Lotions. Dark spots, game over. So as you guys know, I got a pool this summer and I've been spending a lot more time outside and ever since summer ended, I've just been noticing a little bit more sunspots, okay? So the perfect duo to visibly fade all types of dark spots is the Bright Reveal Dark Spot Duo from L'Oreal Paris. So just because summer is over, it doesn't mean you need to stop wearing SPF. SPF is every single day. It's in my skincare routine. I need to be better, honestly, even than I am. And I'm constantly wearing it. I will burn like crazy. My grandmother's maiden name is Maureen Delaney and she has red hair. Okay, so like I burn very quickly. I also get dark spots. Um, so this has been perfect for me. The Bright Reveal 12% Dark Spot Serum visibly fades all types of dark spots, such as age spots and sunspots, as well as post-acne marks. In a clinical study of over 12 weeks, expert grading of dark spots, age in sunspots, and post-acne marks. So after 12 weeks, up to 40% less visible on post-acne marks, 43% less visible dark spots, 49% more even tone. The serum is made of niacinamide, a top dermatologist recommended brightening ingredient that helps reduce the appearance of dark spots and antioxidant furolic acid and aminosulfonic to help gently exfoliate skin surface cells. The Bright Reveal Dark Spot Serum visibly fades all types of dark spots up to 40% and after two weeks, skin looks clearer. So I love the Bright Reveal SPF 50 Daily UV Lotion. It also visibly reduces the appearance of dark spots and resists sun-induced signs of aging. 
It doesn't even matter that it's not summer anymore. You need to be wearing sunscreen, okay? Sunscreen is incredibly important. Let us not forget, okay? So for this daily UV lotion, 96% of women agree with no white cast in a consumer study of 86 females. So it's lightweight and non-greasy sunscreen that has an invisible texture, primes well with makeup, made and tested for all skin tones, and suitable for sensitive skin, formula validated by dermatologists. So discover the new Bright Reveal Dark Spot Duo. Visit Target online and in-store to buy yours today. I am going to be dating more in also I will be dating with a more open mind because I always think about this like if you're on an app or like even if it's like a friend showing me someone which honestly happens like quite a bit and I'm like oh I'm not into it it's like no one that I've ever been into or dated or hooked up with or had like a thing with or whatever I don't think I would have swiped on any of them ever like they're so you gotta meet them kind of people I'm like not typically into I don't know Dom will Dom will really disagree with me but I'm really not typically into just like a stereo like a, a very attractive guy like if that makes sense like because it's such a it has to grow on me kind of thing so yeah I don't know I need to be more open I want to date a lot of different people and I want to I'm dating for fun right you know I'm not dating for love I'm so this is what I want to talk about I'm very emotionally burnt out. I'm very emotionally exhausted. I am just so tired of being disappointed, I think. And I think so many of us feel that way. But I'm tired of like getting whiplash from people. I'm tired of people not being consistent. It already takes a lot for me to let someone in. And it takes even longer for me to trust them. And then for me to get whiplash from these people on like such severe extremes and mainly just like how I feel like I've been treated after the fact like it sucks when you let someone in and they're the one who is so adamant and pushing it and trying and whatever for honestly a a long time and then you finally do and then it's like you still get that whiplash from people like I just I know that's just part of life and I know it's part of dating and I know it's part of like one day you won't care honestly I already feel like I don't care like I feel like I'm already so like detached from the situation. I'm just not someone who is super angry. I'm not petty and I don't do well with people who are petty. Like if someone is doing something to get a rise out of me or get a reaction out of me, like they will honestly probably never get the reaction out of me. Will they get it from my friends? Will my friends absolutely hate them and they literally want to like do something horrible to them? Yes. But like you'll never get that reaction from me. I'm just I don't know. I think it's because I grew up in a very emotionally reactive family. So like I don't do well with things that are very like emotionally reactive. I want to feel safe and like valued and respected. Like I would like a phone call, you know, would be good, but like not all the petty things. I don't know. I just think it sucks when you think the world is someone or you think someone is is different than what they are, you know? And also this is another like complete side tangent. Let me know what you guys think about this. And this is a total, this just kind of been like a topic, like a theme in my mind and in my conversations recently, which is friends. And a lot, I've had a couple of friends who have had like long-term friendship breakups where they've been friends for like 20 years or breakups or whatever. And they're like, it's so crazy how the entire time I thought that I knew this person. And then it turns out I knew nothing about them at all. Like I didn't know them at all. And you hear that a lot in like divorce stories and 
breakups, I guess, and you know, whatever. But I don't necessarily think that just because someone is different or reacts different or reacts in a way you wouldn't have expected, I don't think that means you never knew that person to begin with. And I understand the sentiment. And I think there are cases like that for sure. And I do think that sometimes people act in a way that they wish they were. And I think that maybe they're trying to become that and they're just not there. But I also think that sometimes just like we as people have like unhealed like trauma or honestly trauma, like just things that are very unhealed in our lives that we haven't dealt with. And then it makes us respond and react in certain ways or you are not comfortable in situations that are healthy. Therefore you leave. You're not comfortable in things that are unhealthy. Therefore you leave. Like I just think that there's a lot more that goes into it than just being like, like throwing out that entire person that you knew for 10 years and then saying that that's not even who they were at all. Does that make sense? Or do you guys disagree with me? And am I being too optimistic? I just think like there are things in my life that in ways that I've responded and reacted to things that I am like so ashamed of or so like, you know, that just isn't me. Like, I don't understand why I did that. And now I do through therapy, but it really wasn't a reflection of anyone other than myself, you know, or how I hadn't healed in certain ways or responding and reacting in ways that you don't even know why you're reacting that way. And again, you realize it years later and you're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I don't think that when someone ends up being different, it doesn't mean that you didn't know them at all. I think that sometimes people just react different in different situations. And other times they were just lying the entire time, which is also, okay, I think that's probably where uh, where I'm at. But I'm just saying, I don't think that that is always the case, if that makes sense. But let me know what you guys think. Also, if there's any therapists listening to this, like, please, you know, chime in. I love to hear from you guys. I can't, the, the fact that there are therapists that listen to this podcast is actually like, kind of scary. It's a little bit scary, but it doesn't, I mean, you know, it's great. Love to have you. I do. But I just feel like right now I don't, I feel like earlier this week I was feeling more like disappointed and upset and like I'd had like whiplash and just like annoyed and like why it's so annoying when you actually take a chance on someone to let someone in when they are the ones who have tried so hard and then they're the ones who disappoint you and like treat you poorly. You know what I'm saying? That just sucks. And we've all been there and that happens to everyone. But now I'm just feeling not like now I don't really feel anything at all. The past couple of days, I feel nothing at all. And I'm like, I can't even imagine again, like having emotions. Like, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, by tomorrow, by the way, I'll feel fine. Like, I won't feel this way anymore. I'm sure. Which is, again, another issue I have with sharing emotions and stating emotions because I know emotions will pass. So I'm like, well, I don't want to say that because I'm not going to feel that in a couple of days. Like, no, Kinsey, it's OK that you feel that way right now. It's also OK that you're disappointed. Like, there's another thing that my friends have been saying to me all the week. I'm like, oh, just give me like a day and I'll be over it. I won't care. And they're like, but even if you're not, it's okay. Like, even if it takes you a couple of days, a couple of weeks, like months, I mean, not months, that's a little dramatic, but like, they're like, it's okay. Like, it is okay to feel the negative emotions. It is okay to feel disappointed. You don't have to invalidate your feelings and make them smaller than they are. Also, the fact that this is, you know, my favorite time of the year and I'm like, I cannot afford to have any bad emotions. Like, I I don't want to be upset about anything because I've been in misery the past couple of months in Texas with it being over 100 degrees every day. And you know what? I'm wearing a hoodie right now. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm wearing a hoodie. Okay, so I'm really happy now with this weather. So I just feel like I don't want to waste time and I don't want to waste any time in my 20s just like being upset over stupid things, especially when I know I'm going to be literally absolutely mortified about this. Like give it a month and I'm going to be like, I'm literally so embarrassed that ever happened to me and that ever happened that I ever felt those kinds of emotions. Like I'm literally humiliated and I can't ever talk about it ever again. Yeah, I know that's coming too. So 
I don't know. This is just kind of like a stream of consciousness and like where I'm at. I will say anytime I'm having a bad week or just a bad time, and I try to think this all the time, but it, I feel like it's a, especially apparent during the, you know, not as fun moments. I just think like female friendships are the absolute most important thing in the world. Like, I mean, I'm sure one day it'll be my family, right? But like, I mean, my family now, but when you have family. Anyways, female friendships are just so important. And I think back to when I didn't really have like the strong ones in my like earlier 20s that I really wanted. Like I had a couple, but we were more distant. And I just like hadn't like cultivated the friendships that I wanted as much and just how much harder everything was. And now, like, for example, the only thing that I cried over this week was I was on the phone with Dom. And I was talking to Dom and for last week's podcast episode, Macy and I recorded that like two weeks ago, probably. And we had talked about things that I ended up needing cut out because of said situation. So I texted Macy something and I was like, oh, and she was like, oh my God, the podcast episode because it's coming up this week, whatever. And I was like, I can't even listen to it to send edits. Like I will, I'll literally like sob, like, not sob, but like I will just be like angry and I don't want to let myself be angry because if I become angry, then like, I, it's not like a healthy way for me to deal with my emotions. And Macy listened to the entire podcast episode that was unedited, just one track because it hadn't been edited together yet. So she listened to just one track, meaning like each mic is a separate track. So just me talking. And she did my podcast edits for me. And I was telling Dawn that she was doing that. And I was like, totally fine. And all of a sudden I was crying. And I was like, and I wasn't crying because of the situation. I was crying because that was just so nice for someone to do for me. And I think that my love language is also acts of service. But the fact that like she went out of her way and that's like an hour to listen to something like I literally cried. I was like, I just can't believe it. I'm like, it's just the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me and blah, 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 blah. And I cried. And so I think that says a lot, you know, and I did have a dinner party Thursday, obviously, which was great. And I just feel like lately, I just love like the friendships that I have around me. I really do. And they've really been so absolutely fabulous and so amazing to me. And I love them. So anyways, just reminds me to be grateful because I feel like it's so easy to take for granted the people that are in your life all the time. And then I also like to think about the times when I didn't have the friendships that I wanted. Like I remember being in college and like on my vision board every year was like a really strong female friend group because it's what I always wanted. And I would, I would have a couple for a few months and then it just like, our lives would change. LA is just like very, that's kind of how it is. It's a very like transient city. So like your people look literally move or they're in different life paths or just like the way life was set up there day to day. I just didn't have the friendships that I wanted. I did have a couple, but I didn't have like the group of friends that I wanted and the community that I wanted. And now I have that. And I just, I want to be grateful for it. You know, another thing is when something like this happens to me, I know I'm being vague, but it's because like, I don't even care to go into it at this point, but like, you know, it's okay to be disappointed when someone ends up being so different than everything that they've said to you for a period of time and, you know, whatever. But another thing that is helpful is I always think of y'all, like when something like this happens in my life, I'm like, what would I say if one of y'all DM me about something or if we were on the podcast and I was like listening and it's like, I know what I would say. And so I needed to say the same thing to myself and I need to act that way instead of, you know, being an idiot. You know what I mean? So that's helpful. So I love you guys. Thank you. I am the biggest fan of the Kardashians. So the Kardashians are back for their fourth season on Hulu and it's bringing all new drama. Kim and Courtney pick up where we left off, fighting like sisters, but nothing can come between family. This feud is crazy. I know that we've all seen this everywhere. 
there are definitely some new developments this season. There's some new feuds, new relationships, blind dates. There's a fabulous, of course, family vacation, an unfortunate fashion mishap, and things turning on a dime, just to name a few. Chloe is surprise house guest, both as usual. It's not what you think. And in case you haven't heard, Courtney and Travis are having a baby. The famous matriarchy is giving the deepest look into their personal lives yet, and we are here for it. These ladies are always moving forward together as a family, and a family time is our favorite time. So catch the new episodes of The Kardashians on Thursday, streaming only on Hulu. Again, I loved the last episode with Kim going to Harvard. That was just everything. That was everything I needed. I've been in this weird funk. I've been feeling like, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but I've been feeling really unmotivated. Something about seeing her at Harvard just did something for me. And Matt Higgins was in the episode and I love him. I had a call with him one time and it was genuinely a life-changing call. And I read his book and I love that man, okay? And he was telling me about Kim and saying all these amazing things. I feel like, I don't know. I just, I love that family. I think that they are just really genuinely great people and I love what they've built. I think it's so sick. And they're just so entertaining. Like something about them, just personality wise, and maybe the drama like reminds me of my family and it's very comforting. So again, catch new episodes of The Kardashians on Thursdays, streaming only on Hulu. Let's be honest. Sometimes things just get so busy that planning your outfit around your day can just get overwhelming. It's also just like another thing to do. It's another thing to add to your to-do list. Like when I'm on like my Google calendar to my notes app, then I'm adding more things. It's just like, I don't know, life is already stressful enough. You know what I mean? So Macy's all new brand on 34th, which I love, was designed for and with women like you. Made for your body, your style, and whatever your day has in store. Each piece is designed to mix and match seamlessly with everything in your closet. I am constantly wearing Macy's on 34th. I'm constantly posting my outfits on Instagram. Honestly, so much of it is Macy's on 34th. Actually, this weekend, Macy and I went to Fort Worth. We went to the PBR and she came into my closet to find an outfit. And you know what she grabbed? She grabbed a top from on 34th. So if you need a blazer to go from work to after hour drinks, maybe pants with the perfect amount of stretch, a statement skirt with sequins, then on 34th is your new go-to. They have the best pants. They have the best like long sleeve tops. They have really cute stuff that's like cool, like chic Western, like not even trying to go there, but just like could easily be spun into something that like looks great in New York City or also like we turned it into something like, cute in Fort Worth. They just have the best stuff. The quality is amazing. The fit is amazing. It just like snatches you in. It's just so, so good. I really, really cannot recommend them enough. Again, I'm posting them all the time. And if you watch my vlogs, you guys know how I feel about this line. Okay. It's really, really, really good. So again, it was designed for and with women like you, made for your body, your style, and whatever your day has in store. Each piece is designed to mix and match seamlessly with everything in your closet. So check out Macy's.com to shop on 34th now. Again, that is Macy's.com to shop on 34th now. Also, the prices are amazing. Quality is insane. It's just the best stuff ever. So again, Macy's.com to shop on 34th now. My PMDD has also been like really acting up lately, which if you don't know what PMDD is, it's premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Essentially, like it's part of your cycle, but like I can't describe it other than you wake up one morning and you're in a dark cloud and you have no energy. This actually happened to me. I had someone visiting me and I had like the worst PMDD that I've had in so long. And I had no energy. I felt so sick. I was 
you just feel so depressed. And like, you can't, it's like during that time, I literally try to like ruin my own life. Like, that's what I always say. I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, what can I do to ruin my life today? You know? And it's just been worse. So I need to get back on meds for that because it has just been so bad. With that being said, during that time is typically when I feel all like negative emotions, which I've been in. But like loneliness in your 20s, I I don't typically feel lonely. I actually really like spending time alone. Like when I think about having a partner, like I am really excited to have a very healthy like relationship and marriage. I want one where it's like, I'm very excited for that part of my life. But I will say there is a part of me that it's like, oh my God, like I love doing things alone. I love being by myself. I love being single. Like there is a part of me that it's like that. And then the longer I'm single, the more set in that I am. But um, once just like things like don't work out with someone typically, I feel like it's like the only time that I'm like, damn, like it really does suck because you go from like having someone you're talking to like four or seven to like not. And that like week after I feel lonely, I also live in a neighborhood which by the way, one of my neighbors was a total dick to us like last week and was so rude. I like couldn't believe it. Anyways, I live in a neighborhood where it's all families and their kids are in like college. Like it's not even like young kids. So it's like everyone around me in houses, like they're living with families. And like when I go home, it's literally like me and the dogs. And like at a certain point, like I really do like that. Like I do love spending time alone. I love being alone. But also sometimes I'm like, it actually is kind of lonely. Like I would like someone. Like I would like something in my life. And then I go back and forth on that all the time. But I don't know. The only time I really do feel lonely is like in the aftermath of something. And then that ends up going away. And then I end up in my routine and I'm fine and whatever. But it is kind of sad sometimes. Like it is like a very real thing. Another thing, I've had like a mindset shift, which again, like I I really want to say all these like motivational, exciting, like positive things with like my whole chest and really mean them. But I'm so numb and emotionally exhausted that I'm just like, I'm I'm saying things to you and I need to, I need to mean them too. But I feel like so often we're like, oh my God, we're gonna be single forever. Like I'm never gonna meet someone that I actually like, especially because like it takes me so long to actually like someone. It takes me so long to actually find someone that I like. Like I'm when girls go from like relationship to relationship to relationship, I'm so amazed by that. Because and I mean that because like I can't even find someone that I like for a day, you know? Like I it's really genuinely impressive to me. I just like don't know like what is wrong with me. I, I don't know. But I, don't, I mean, nothing's wrong with me. You get it. It's just rare that I find someone and I like, really connect with them and mean it, whatever. But I feel like so often we're always like, oh my God, I'm going to be single forever. I don't even really say that ever. But instead of thinking we're going to be single forever, it's like being single is a ticking time bomb because eventually we're going to meet someone and then you're not single anymore. So I'm trying to view like my single life now is like, this is a ticking time bomb. I got to do everything that I got to do right now because like I could meet someone tomorrow and that be it. You know what I mean? Well, enough of that topic because my camera died and that was my sign. And honestly, I don't even really care. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I never want to think about this again. You know what I mean? Like that's that's me after I'm like ranting or venting about something. I'm in the middle of it. Especially when you like think you're emotionally worked up about something and then you just are like, wait, I don't care. You know? So anyways, moving on. I have been feeling just like a, I feel like I have like a lack of clarity. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I feel like I don't have clarity, okay? I want the last couple of months, Q4, if you will, to be the best months of my life. But I also do this thing where I like really overthink things in my head. And I think this comes from my like Christian background days where they like over-spiritualize everything or even just them saying like, you're going to find it when you least expect it or 
whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like I I'm, have this weird inner dialogue where I'm like, well, if I really want something to be good, like the last couple months of this year, am I just setting myself up for failure because I want them to be good? But then if I don't want them to be good and I have no expectation, then how are they going to be good? I mean, I guess they could still be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I have to confuse everything? Like, why does it have to be like that? I don't know. I just, I feel like last Sunday, actually, weirdly, I went to church, which is very surprising because I very open about how I have a very weird relationship with church after just a lot of things, mainly like my college situation, but also just a lot of other things. And it was the first time I've gone back in three years to where I haven't felt really suffocated and horrible. So that was good. But they were just talking about, and this could be applied to anything. Again, guys, I don't even really know what I believe. So I'm not saying this in like a preachy way. I'm just saying like, I like the idea of it. They were just saying like, God has so much better for you than you could ever imagine. And I think like just in life in general, like you think about something I say all the time. It's like, there's nothing in my life that I no longer have that I still wish that I did because every single time it's replaced by something better. It opens the door for something better. And it just, it's easy once you're in that place, once you're at the thing that you realize is better, but it's it, the in-between is the part that sucks. And it's just not fun. But I just keep thinking like I really want to have an open mind, like having the best like end of the year. A lot of my plans have been like changed and whatever. I mean, not even a lot, a good amount. But I don't know. I just think I want the last couple of months of this year to be amazing. And I'm like all for it. Right. But I'm so burnt out that I can't even like get there, you know, and I feel like I normally have all these goals and all these dreams and all these things that I want to do. And I just, I don't feel them right now. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I want, you know? So I'm thinking like my vision board for the rest of the year. I really just want clarity. Like, I think I want to just get out of this weird funk that I've been in, which I feel like I'm always in a weird funk, but like I'm 26. Let let me be, you know? Um, Obviously, I mean, like the only things that I really care about for the remainder of just the next couple of months would be girls trips, friends, and more clarity. Like, that's really what I need. Um, I also do want to be more open-minded to where life takes me, you know? Long-term, I really do. I have this weird feeling that I'm going to end up in Tennessee. And I know that's weird because like I love Texas and I don't want to live. I don't ever want to be out of Texas fully. Like I would always keep a house here. I still want to live here. I just have like a weird pull to Tennessee. And I think just because I love like Franklin so much and I, I love how Franklin is just feels so cozy and more like land and just so cozy, but it's only 30 minutes away from Nashville, like a big city. Like, I don't know. I just have a weird feeling and maybe I'm so off that'll never happen. It's just the only other place that I would live besides here. But ultimately, you know, my long-term thing is that like, I really do want to like Martha Stewart my life. Like I want to have a very long lasting career and do a bunch of different things in a bunch of different areas but I'm not at the point in my career right now where I can do a lot of those things. And it's like, I want to grow, but I feel like I just can't. Like, I, I don't know if these are just like limiting beliefs. It's the fact that I'm burnt out. It's the fact that, you know, maybe I should go back and read the gap in the gain. That's another thing in our glossary. Okay. I don't know. I've just been like harder on myself and I'm always naturally pretty hard on myself, but I just, it's just like, you know, feeling like you're not where you want to be. We're not at the like success level maybe that you want to be at, which is so stupid because I should be so grateful. And I am grateful. I just am also hard on myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do want to like live on a farm and like do all the things, but experience like the most life that I can possibly live. I will say though, I am happy because I'm going to Memphis next week for a really cool thing that um, I'll share with like, I'm sure on like Instagram and YouTube and everything. But I'm really excited about that. And I'm glad because like selfishly, 
just because like going out of town typically gets me out of this funk. And I can only imagine this trip is going to be like a very life changing trip just based on what it is. So I am I feel like I'm going to come back from that trip and feel a lot better and feel like I've like, you know, got my clarity, gotten it back. And I know that I'm always on here and sharing how to get out of a funk, what to do, blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's like, yeah, I have all the answers. I know them. I'm the one who says them, you know, I don't feel like doing them right now. Like I just I'm tired. You know what I mean? I'm just tired. That's how I feel. I just feel overwhelmed and like I'm not doing enough, but I feel too burnt out to then do enough. You know what I'm saying? And it's dumb. Actually, no, it's not dumb. I shouldn't say that because you shouldn't say that your feelings are dumb. But like sometimes they are. So like, can I say it? They're dumb. Like your feelings are valid, but they're not always true. You know what I mean? Like your feelings are real, but it doesn't mean that they're like right, you know? And that's a lot. That's another issue that we have in today's society. Not today's society. I'm being dramatic. But like, I do think that more people need to listen to that. You know what I mean? And also, it's like, what do you do when you don't know what to do? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't even know what I want right now. And I always know what to do. And I always know what I want. And I just don't feel like I know what I want. And I feel like I've been, I've kind of been feeling that way. And I don't know why. So, I don't know. I think maybe the answer is I just need to be less hard on myself, which is the answer to pretty much everything in life. But maybe that's what we need to do. Like, if you are connecting and you're feeling this way, give yourself more grace and just give it time and do the things that you know you need to do. Like the little small things, your daily routine, the morning pages, blah, 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 blah. All the things that I tell us to do, you know, I am annoying now that I'm listening to myself and it'll come. But I do think that getting out of my routine and getting out of my space and going on a trip to a totally new place to me with people that I don't know is going to be very beneficial. And I just really want to be open. And I just, I think I just want to feel like it's about to be the best couple of months of my life. Like I want to feel excited. I want to I want to, but right now I just feel numb. Like I feel nothing. I'm like, yeah, that would be cool. And it's like, what? Like, the, it's my favorite time of the year, you know? Like my Christmas lights are being like installed very soon. Like my Christmas tree is going up right now as I'm recording this. It's October 8th. My tree is going up the 31st. Okay, that's soon. Yeah, that's very, very soon. I will say the one thing that I did, you know, get out of my little weird funk for a second and I was feeling a lot better. And that happened after I watched the Kardashians episode when Kim went to Harvard. I was like, listen, like I can do things like that. Also, Matt Higgins. So he was the guy who uh, was at Harvard talking to her and like gave her like the feedback at the end. He is the nicest guy ever. I had a call with him because he was having people promote his book which is also so incredible. His last book is my favorite business book ever. If I read that like a year before, it would have completely changed everything for me. But it still did like after the fact, but I would have, I needed that advice like a year before. And he like told me I was gonna be a billionaire and all these things like the nicest conversation I've ever had with anyone. And like, I think he meant it. Like he was just so personable, so kind, has always been just like so nice. Like just even that one call I had with him was just like, uh, he's just the best. He really was. And it just reminded me like, you know, things can change. And also another thing is that like your life can change so drastically in such a short period of time. Like you can meet the person that's going to give you this dream job or like the connect that you need to start this company or, you know, your wife or husband tomorrow. And like everything can change in a day. Like you can, there, there's so much can change in a very short period of time. And I think that we just don't, I don't know. I think I just don't think that way sometimes. And I'm like just going in day to day. And I want, again, I just want to feel excited. Like I want to feel like good. I want to have like positive feelings at this point. You know what I mean? So who knows? Like maybe you meet the love of your life next week. Maybe you meet the love of your life in three years. Who knows? Hopefully it's next week. I mean, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know. Maybe, maybe one in three years. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I just feeling disappointed. And like, I don't really know what I want. And I think that's okay for all of us to feel that way sometimes. And I think that 
honestly, a lot of you guys are probably going to feel this way because it's probably, unfortunately, the most common feeling to have in your 20s. I wanted to end this podcast by doing a little PBR recap. So we went to the PBR yesterday, which PBR is professional bull riding. The more I live my life, the more I realize that like all of the things I said about Texas growing up, I'm like, no, I didn't ride a horse to school. Like whatever. There's horses that just ride around like around my house, by the way. Like I like everything about it growing up that for whatever reason, I was so like, no, like Texas isn't like that, whatever. It really isn't in a lot of areas. But that's Texas that I want to be living in, you know? Like, I go to the PBR. It's like, you guys know what a rodeo is, right? Like, PBR, essentially, the PBR was created, like, 30 years ago to give a bunch of men, like, in the rodeo or just people in general, like, more of a career and you can make more money. And, like, like WME or, like, IMG or someone bought it. And it's apparently it has, like, more views than, like, the NFL. Like, something insane you would never expect. But anyways, professional bull riding. And I love the PBR. It's so fun to watch. It's my second time going and I just love it. This time I went with Kate Davis, who owns First Class Cowboys. Her husband is Cooper Davis, who is a PBR writer. And Kate, I'm obsessed with her. Like, I love her. Anything she says goes. She's my favorite, like, follow. I love her so much. She's just the cutest person ever. Love her. Love First Class Cowboys. Love everything about her. Just love, right? So we had a really incredible time. Loved that. I did an entire TikTok vlog if you guys want to see it. But I bring that up to say last night, this is like how small the world is. Okay. And I'm always one degree separated from, I swear, every single person on this planet. So last night it was like 11 p.m. Macy and I are like, you know, let's just like go home. We were going to go out and like this Fort Worth is like easier to like meet guys and stuff too. And then we just like retired and we had been there for 12 hours. And I was like, let's just, let's just go home. So we're waiting for our Uber outside. We're standing outside at like Second Rodeo, basically, which if you guys don't, if you know Dallas or Fort Worth, we're outside outside at Second Rodeo. These two guys come up and immediately I recognize the second guy because I'm like, I swear he sent me like multiple messages and like liked, swiped right or liked me or whatever on dating apps, like to the point where like, I recognized him, right? Because like I have seen him on the app so many times. And I like don't know if he remembered that, even though he's the one who's messaging me. He didn't say anything. They were both nice, right? So... I was like, oh, like whatever we're talking. They like wanted us to stay and get a beer with them. And Macy and I were like not into it and like not interested. And I'm like, no, we're like literally going to bed, whatever. And they were drunk and like whatever. So time goes on. They get my Instagram. They follow me whenever we're in the car. And I look at the Instagram and I see that my sister follows or my sister liked one of their photos like two years ago. And they post like, you know, once every six months. So it was like four photos ago. So I sent her a screenshot. and I was like, how do you know this guy? Like he just came up to me in Fort Worth. And she was like, oh my God, no fucking chance. Like, no way. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying it. Like, I'm interested. I'm just want to know how you know him. Like, I'm confused. She's like, he stole this girl that we know. We'll call her Savannah. He stole Savannah's iPad. So I guess this random guy that I just met in Fort Worth who came up to us and also has matched, tried to match with me so many times on these dating apps, dated a girl that we knew And they were visiting somewhere and he like had her backpack and he gave back her backpack and like stole the iPad out of it. She's like, let me send you a video. And there was like a TikTok story time about it. I'm like, see, the world is so small. And this is also not positive for dating because I mean, not that I was like going whatever. I wasn't interested, but like still it's like, okay, well, what? That's the guy that comes up to me. Someone who stole someone's that we know's iPad. Like, really? Are you kidding? So that's annoying. Another thing I will say, even though I just said all that is that I, I mean, the J name episode was funny. The reacting to J name stories, you know, it was good. It was therapeutic, whatever. But was it really? Because I don't want to live in like a doomsday where I feel like all men suck. And I really don't feel that way. Like I know so many good men in life, but I just don't want to feel like everyone sucks because I just feel like when you, that's like a, a bad 
perspective to have when you want to find someone that doesn't suck. You know what I mean? And it's just like draining emotionally. And I'm like, I just don't, you know, whatever. So as a joke, we were like, we should just go to the alphabet and all these horrible stories. And I was like, I don't think I can mentally or emotionally take that myself. Like, I don't think that I can sit here and like regular listen to horrible dating stories and then be like, yep, that's my man over there. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't do that. I can't. I don't want to hear it anymore. I think like I just for the time being, like I I can't I'm not listening to it because I need to be like, no, like there are good people out there, too, even though I don't know them, the ones that I would want to date. But you know what I'm saying? I was like, maybe I even just do an episode where everyone just tells these beautiful, like great love stories. But then I'm like, well, we all just hate our lives, you know, even though I'm not really like that. I'm just in like a weird place to speak. But yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be like a doomsday girl, if that makes any sense, you know? So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this little solo chill Sunday episode. You know, feel your feelings. It's okay. Not every week is going to be amazing. You know, bad weeks make the good weeks better, you know? But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and leave a nice rating interview. It really does help. And watch us on YouTube because I'm filming this right now. Everyone listens to the podcast and people are not really watching it. And I want y'all to watch it because I am putting a lot of effort into actually filming it. It's a lot easier to just record a podcast and talk and not like talk to a camera. So anyways, it's always available on YouTube. You guys can go subscribe to the channel. If y'all made it this far, comment iPad on my latest Instagram photo. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love this episode, please don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really helps the show grow. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram or YouTube at Kenzie Elizabeth or on TikTok at Kenzie the Texan. I drop new episodes every Thursday and they're also available to watch on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to y'all next Thursday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.